everyone. Welcome back to episode 126 of The Path Podcast. I'm Jason. Hey, I'm Derek. We're so glad that you've decided to join us on The Path this week. Uh, This past Sunday, we started a new series, taking a break from the book of Revelation. Um, And so we started this series called Glow. Mm -hmm. Um, So Derek, if you wouldn't mind, just kind of introduce that idea for us. And then let's dig into what we talked about this first week of the series. Yeah, so Glow uh, kind of serves two purposes. Number one, it just helps us to remember that in, in a dark world, we are the light, and we glow because we re- we reflect the light that has been shined uh, or shown has shown on us, and that's the light of Christ. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so certainly that's why we're calling it glow. But each letter represents a uh, <coughs> dynamic or, or facet of um, following Christ and what that looks like. So. Yeah. G we started with is we get started with prayer. We're going to mm-hmm. start with prayer, praying for those in our lives who don't know the Lord. Pray for those in our lives that uh, uh, are you know, apart, you know, uh, consumed by the darkness, or you know, at least living in that. Maybe a great person, not saying that, but yeah. but they're not living for Christ, so therefore they are um, you know living. Uh, according to the world's ways, and mm-hmm. the world is characterized as dark. That's what we mean by that. And so, um, so you know, it's important that we get started with prayer. We're gonna, uh, I'm gonna tell you, L O next week. Mm-hmm. And if you want to know what these all are, come to our My Circle display. Yeah. Get a card, and on the back of those, a reminder of each one. Mm-hmm. But uh, for the time being, uh, I'm I'm gonna hold those uh, to my, close to my vest. Okay. Sure. So. Yeah. Um, and then W will be the the final week. We'll talk about that. But um, G was get started with prayer. We we believe that nothing significant happens without par- without prayer. Nothing mm-hmm. significant happens apart from prayer. Uh, that means prayer has the power to uh, to change things. Prayer has the power. Uh, prayer. Um, in a way, directs the heart of our God. It, it, uh, it, um, God listens to our prayers, hears our prayers, answers our prayers, and um, our prayers um, uh, they uh, grab the ear mm. of our God. So um, we believe that there's power in prayer, and specifically praying for those who. Are lost and who don't know the Lord, yeah. so and it's not that the power is not in that there's something magical in the words we say. No. The power comes from the one that we're praying to. That's right. Yeah, yeah. the power is, is not ours, but the yeah. power the power is prayer is us acknowledging that God is the only answer to this problem. Yeah, and so uh, we call on Him and and and, and you know we implore Him. You know. Um, uh, yeah, so we ask him to to intervene on behalf of these people. Yeah, um, I think that's part of being the light of the world that we talked about mm-hmm. this week is uh, acknowledging that God has placed us here. He uses us, but it's His power yeah. that works in their lives. Yeah, absolutely. So we began with, or I began trying to paint this picture of darkness mm-hmm. and and the darkness in which we live it's not hard you just look around uh, a lot of times what's happening or what's been happening and you can see it 
but it's it's more than just what we see or experience. It's really a, a system, mm-hmm. a a thought, an idea that has has been permeating our society and world since you know basically Adam and Eve listened to the serpent and yeah. and uh, and you know, <clears throat> sin entered into the world. Uh, but darkness is alluring; it looms, it's lurking, it's trying to consume us. And at times it can feel very, very ominous and very um, scary. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I wanted to see was that you know God wants to push back the darkness, wants to affect the darkness, wants to change things, and His plan is to use the followers of Christ. It yeah. is our goal and job to bring glory to the name of the Lord uh, in this world in which we are placed, right. uh, in which we live, and we're intended to be here to shine that light for all to see. So we talked about that, and, and Scripture clearly teaches that. Um, verses like Colossians 1, uh, 13 through 14, that says, The people who live in darkness have seen a great light. For those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. Uh, actually, that's Matthew 4, 15, 4, 16. Uh, Colossians 1, 13-14, it says, He has rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of the Son He loves. Mm-hmm. In Him we have the redemption, the forgiveness of sins. And yeah. so th- those verses clearly show this you know, idea that, yeah, it's dark, but God has placed us here. And uh, His light shines in us, through us, and uh, into this world in which He's placed us. Um and then we primarily looked at Matthew chapter 5, 13 through uh, 15, where it's talking about that the believers are salt and light. And so we yeah. kind of broke that down. What is salt? Salt preserves. Salt seasons. Uh, God intends for us to be here, not just to um, be a witness for him, but to push back darkness, mm-hmm. to... Um, uh, Salt was used in Jesus' day, and not really not that long ago. I mean, we, only modern uh, advances have gotten us to where we are now with your refrigeration and that kind of thing. But before that, the way people would preserve meat is they'd cover it in salt yeah. and uh, and and uh, pack it away, and it would it would keep longer. Mm-hmm. It would it would keep from rot and decay happening to those meats and yeah. allow them to last longer. Yeah, think the thought that comes in my head is like country ham. Absolutely. Salt-cured ham. That's right. Well, that is exactly what we're supposed to be as the salt of the world, is that we are salt intended to push back the rot, push back Mm -hmm. the decay, keep it from happening as quickly as it is. Right. Uh, You and I are an expression of the long-suffering of our Lord. Mm. We are here because he still wants people to be saved. I think of what Peter said in 1 Peter. It said, you know, the Lord doesn't wish that any would perish, but right. all would come to faith in him. And so that's why we're here, because yeah. there are still people to be saved. There are still uh, <clears throat> folks who need to hear the gospel message. There are still folks that salvation will come to, yeah. and they will be saved and in, transferred from the domain of darkness, as mm-hmm. uh, Colossians says, into uh, the light and into the kingdom of yeah. the Son of the living God. So... Um, that's what that passage says. It says that we are salt, mm-hmm. but then also says that we are light. It says we're the light of the world. So uh, I, I just saw three points in that. Number one, we prayerfully, because this all begins with prayer, 
we prayerfully show the world how God blesses us. That's yeah. the idea of, of salt, you know, that God has blessed our lives, and because he's blessed our lives, we're supposed to be a blessing to the world in which we're in, and as a result, push back darkness and, yeah. and stop and and stymie and slow down the decay and the rot of the world around us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second thing was we prayerfully shine a light into the darkness and... Um, you know the the thing about light in a dark place. I don't know if you've ever been in a in a dark place. One of the things I I always remember is when you go to Ruby Falls. Yeah. Know, it's close to here. Uh, when you go to Ruby Falls, you know it's illuminated with various lights. It's beautiful. They've got a waterfall. This kind of stuff. It's very 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 pretty. Mm-hmm. But there's a moment where they'll flip off the lights yeah. and you can't see anything. Right. You can't see in front of your hand. I mean, you can put your uh, your in front of your face. You can put your face, hand right here, you know, and you yeah, can't, you can't see, see it. it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, just a small light begins to shine. And it, it though it's very small, it it invades the darkness. It yeah. permeates the darkness. And uh, it, it um, you know, and then, of course, it, it, you know, the more and more you can see, the longer that light is there, even though it could be very small. Yeah. And then the more light, the the more the darkness is pushed back. Pushed back. Yeah. Uh, I think for us, you were talking about this before the episode started, um, it seems like if we focus on the darkness mm-hmm. and the vastness of it, it seems very overwhelming. It's like, right. gosh, what are we going to do? Yeah. You know, we're just a little church here in northwest Georgia. What you know, Our light is shining, but what, what are we going to do? As you were talking about that, I was thinking about a game that you and I both uh, play, which is um, uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in this game, there's um, it's a game for the Nintendo Switch. So uh, in this game, there's these things called the depths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the depths, you can't see in front of you, right? That's kind of the idea. It's uh, this it's underground yeah. world kind of thing, and everything is, is dark. Yeah. And so you're trying to go around you can't see anything (laughs) and uh, eventually there's some things you can do to illuminate the area but one of the things you can do is you can eat this dish that you create (laughs) in this in this game yep you eat this dish and it gives you this thing called glow power Mm -hmm. right and so what it does is it makes you uh, makes um, link the character in the game zelda makes him glow so that immediately around him everything is illuminated yeah and then you go and you find these things that are called light roots. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you Link has this power, he activates them. And mm-hmm. it begins to show uh, light. And it doesn't yeah. just show light in one area. It illuminates quite a large area. Yeah. Just that one light root. Right. Yeah, it, it says, when you when you activate those things, it says the light root has dispelled the darkness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And, and so our focus... Now, in this game... <laughs> It can be very overwhelming. It's yeah. Um, uh, basically, we played the previous Zelda game, mm-hmm. and it was all, but you know, I guess the depths existed, but at that point sure. you couldn't get into them. Yeah, and it was a vast game already because yeah. it it went through this whole entire world, and it's got four or five regions, and you travel the whole map and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. Now this game, because it's opened up the depths and it's opened up a sky level mm-hmm. as well. It's expanded so huge. It's in the depths are as big as the rest of the world, but they're just completely empty. Yeah, you know, completely dark, dark yeah. and void, and all this kind of stuff. And so, I found in this game, 
it's overwhelming being in the depths because mm-hmm. it's like, gosh, I don't know where I'm going. I can't tell where I'm going. I'm just walking blindly. Right. You yeah. happen upon, you know, monsters and stuff. Yeah, you know, things yeah. that you have to fight and that <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Just yeah. all of a sudden, if you're not careful, and uh, it can be very overwhelming mm-hmm. with how large it is. Now, th- this is not a uh, a podcast to tell you about how to Video play games, Zelda. Yeah. yeah, it's not that. I'm making a point here, but I find. The more you illuminate and the more the darkness is dispelled, mm-hmm. uh, the easier it gets. And I think that's the same thing in in our lives. The goal cannot be to look at the vastness of the darkness in the yeah. world in which we live. Yeah. We just got to be the light right where we are. And yeah. that's what God uses in his sovereign wisdom. Mm-hmm. He uses pockets of Christians or individual Christians or churches of, of Christians or small groups of Christians or whatever, right where they are mm-hmm. to uh, ingest his word and his light mm-hmm. so that their life glows in their immediate context. Yeah. And as you get to different places, you know, you know, you join your light to other lights, yeah. you know, in the a body of spreads. Christ, yeah. and that light spreads and it begins to illuminate more. And I guess in the game, eventually... The entire depths can be illuminated. I, it's a lot. I've got a yeah. long way to go before that happens <laughs> right. in the game. But I imagine that at some point you'll be able to illuminate the All entirety of, of of this area. And the more you and I reflect the light of Christ mm-hmm. right where we are, just right where we are in our own lives, mm-hmm. where we work, the community in which we live, if we can be the light just right where we are, mm-hmm. That begins to dispel, I like that terminology, it begins to dispel a little bit of darkness, mm-hmm. a little bit of darkness, a little bit of darkness, a little bit of darkness. Yeah. And this is, this is a great tie-in to where we're at in the book of Revelation mm-hmm. as well, that just like there is the ability to completely illuminate the depths at some mm-hmm. point, there will come a day when God will be the light for us. And mm-hmm. We'll read about this at the end of Revelation, that there's no need for a sun or a moon mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the light of God shines yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And there is no more darkness. Right. And and yeah, that, that day will come. And it and it's easy, especially when, you know, we some of us face more difficult circumstances than others. And it's real easy when those circumstances of darkness are right in front of your face to go, my goodness, mm-hmm. this, like the, the dark's winning. And... It's in those moments that we have to be reminded that just like we've read in Revelation, that um, these future events can be said as having already happened because it's so sure that the light will overcome the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, even when even when life is really hard, mm-hmm. um, the light will overcome the dark. Yeah, absolutely. So as we shine light, mm-hmm. we do that prayerfully, of course. That's kind of the thing that guides it all. We yeah. prayerfully shine the light of Christ. It's a lot easier to know where to go in that game if you have directions. And there, throughout the game, there's like, oh, you need to go down this hole into mm-hmm. this port of, portion of the depths. And then there's these statues, and they're pointing in a certain direction. If you'll <laughs> follow them, you'll find your yeah. way. Well, you know, prayer is like that for us as Christians. Lord, how do you want me to shine my light? Mm-hmm. Where do you want me to shine my light? Who in my life needs prayer? Who need my who in my life is that's in my inner circle, my my circle, that you've placed me there to be a light for them and a witness for them, and yeah. someone that's going to share 
uh, Christ with them, the gospel with them, so that maybe they'll come to faith in you, Lord. Where, yeah. Who is that person? And that's that's what we're saying. You yeah. know, prayerfully <clears throat> shine the light, prayerfully and purposefully. Yeah, you know, where Lord, where do you want me to shine my light? How, what direction do I need to go with this? Yeah. Not just, well, I'm just going to be. Uh, I'm just going to be the person I need to be in the area that I'm in. Yes, you need that's good. Mm-hmm. But as you begin to be burdened by the people in your life, you say, Lord, give me an opportunity today. Yeah. Would you show me an opportunity I might have today? Would you make me aware of an opportunity you're placing before me today? Mm-hmm. So I can be a light to someone specific that you have in mind for me to be a light to? Yeah. Uh, a prayer I'll pray often. Uh, I try to pray it daily. It doesn't always work out that way, but but often and most most days, I pray a pace prayer, and mm-hmm. it's uh, I praise the Lord. I, I I accept. I accept who I am in Him, um, and it's not this quick. It it takes longer than this, mm-hmm. but I I'll say, Lord, help me to relinquish control to You in certain areas of my life. That's the C control, mm-hmm. and the final one is embrace. And the thing I'm praying is, Lord. What appointments do you have for me today? Like, yeah. who am I going to get to talk to and shine the light of Christ to? And Lord, when that comes, help me to see it and help me to embrace it. Yeah. Help me be ready for that uh, appointment that you have for me. Mm-hmm. I think that's a prayer that we ought to all pray as often as we can. Yeah, yeah. Daily, I would say, but often as we can. Lord, what appointments do you have today? Who are you going to put in my life that I can be a witness to? Who are mm-hmm. you going to put in my life that I can shine the light of Christ into their life? And it doesn't have to be like, oh, you know, uh, let's just say you and I uh, go to a restaurant today mm-hmm. and the Lord makes it apparent the waitress or the server is is uh, is the person I'm supposed to shine the light, which happens all the time. Sure. So I'm not going to start the conversation and says, well, what are your views on super lapsarianism? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Or like, what's yeah. your view on the atonement of Christ? Right. That's not what... That would be very confusing and mm, very it would not be it would be off putting, it would mm-hmm. not be helpful. So what I'll typically do, so simple, is just say, you know what? We're Christians, we're gonna pray for our meal hitterment when it comes. Is there anything that we can pray for you about? Yeah. Now, do we always get to the gospel? Not necessarily, but we shine the light. Mm-hmm. We shine the light. And maybe the next time I go there, I'll have an opportunity to share the gospel. A relationship will build and yeah. I'll know more about this person and I can start sharing more. It could be just as simple as that. What can I pray for you about today? Mm-hmm. What's, what's a need that you have that that I can lift up to the Lord who I think can answer that prayer for you? Yeah. And, uh, and a good reminder in that too is that our job is to shine the light. Our yeah. job is not to control the responses to the light. No, that's the Lord's <laughs> job. He, yeah. He's perfectly capable right. of doing that uh, in in any way that He yeah. desires. He, we just need to be obedient mm-hmm to be the messengers, and he will deliver the message. That's Paul right. said, some of us, uh, he said, I watered, Paul, or I, I planted, Apollos watered, but God <clears throat> gives the growth. Yeah. God gives the growth. And that, yeah, absolutely true. God, the growth is up to the Lord. Mm-hmm. How he's going to use it is up to him. We just be faithful yeah. to shine the light. Right. The third thing we talked about was we prayerfully share the goodness and glory of God, we kind of started with that—the glory of God—and mm-hmm. we ended with it. And this is all about us shining uh, Christ uh, to folks. And what I love is that with this passage and that final verse in verse sixteen, there's a promise <clears throat> mm-hmm. that it says, "In the same way, let your light shine before others, 
so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Mm-hmm. The point of us doing this is so people will be able to give glory to the Lord. How they give glory to the Lord, they give their lives to Him. Mm-hmm. So what it's saying in that passage is, if you will shine your light, people will respond. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean everybody will respond. Doesn't that? You know, I think... There's a statistic out there of like you share your faith with a hundred people, maybe ten mm-hmm. uh, may enter into a deeper conversation, and maybe out of that, you know, three to four might come to know, to know the Lord. Yeah. I mean, so that's a lot of sharing we need to do so that we can find those folks the Lord has appointed for us to share with. Who it fall? It doesn't fall on deaf ears. It falls on that good soil, and and they receive it and and uh, grow in faith and, and are able to give glory to the Father in heaven. Yeah. But like you said, it's not up to us to decide what those results are. Right. That's the Lord's. Yeah. So the more we share, the more people will be saved mm-hmm. statistically. So sure. that's yeah. something we need to give ourselves to. And um, yeah. So. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so we are called to shine the light of Christ into the world Regardless of how dark we may see or, or feel that it is around us, we're, we're called to share the light. And mm-hmm. the way that we share that light is, I, I loved the illustration that you used uh, on Sunday about your glasses. Mm-hmm. That the longer yeah. we spend close to the light of Jesus, yeah. the brighter we will glow mm-hmm. when we go out into the darkness. Because if you didn't know, Derek's glasses, glow, glasses glow in the dark. And uh, yeah. and so, and it is, it having witnessed it, it can be very bright. Like yes. if you've been yeah. outside and you go, come into yeah. a, a dark room, it, it can be very bright. Um, mm-hmm. And it's the, the same is true for us. The more time that we spend in, in God's Word, mm-hmm. the more time that mm-hmm. we spend uh, talking with Jesus, the brighter we will shine when we yeah. go out into the world. So. So here's where we turn it over to you. How can we help you shine the light of Christ into the world around you? We would love to pray for you specifically. Um, so if you wanted to share those things with us, how we could do that, you can email us at thepath at lafayettefirst.life, or you can comment right on this YouTube video. And we would love to, to begin that conversation of how we can help you to glow as you go out into the world. Um, next week, we're going to continue. Derek will share with us what L and O are in the GLOW acronym. But until next time, I am Jason. I'm Derek. We hope you'll join us as we continue down the path. Mm-hmm.